Hello and welcome to Potternims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al, and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me and you know most of this already, or you're like me and most of this is a surprise, I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. On this episode, I want to talk about the pensieve. The pensieve? I have no idea what this is. Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh, we found something he doesn't know about. Well, there's plenty we've already found I don't know. <laughs> That's true. But in this case, this is a subject, yeah, that I... Uh, you have this no is idea not, what it is. This is not ringing any bells to me. Ooh. Well, it doesn't really make an appearance until, I think, the fourth book, and it doesn't become important until, like, the sixth book, I want to say. Okay, that would do it. Um, I did read yeah, the fourth book, but that's mm-hmm. just where I left off. So. That's where you left off. Yeah. Okay, well, we're, we're delving into something beyond your... Uh, your yeah, my scope of knowledge of the series. Your scope of knowledge, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, do you have any idea what this might be? Well, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, it is an object, okay. a magical object. Um, it is a device for reviewing memories. <gasps> oh, now, now I'm getting, do you know what it is? Well, I'm getting some visuals <laughs> from the movies now. Mm-hmm. Yes, this yes. relates to Dumbledore especially, I think. And Dumbledore is the one who uses it uh, primarily, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, enlighten me. Well, it's basically a, um, a, a shallow basin. Um, it could be metal or stone, you know, with runes and symbols carved onto it, maybe some precious stones in there. And you you kind of pull out your memories using in physical form, using your wand, and you put them in the pensive, and then you can you can basically literally jump into your memories like like a fully formed three day dream. And, and view it from the third person perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're going into the memory and seeing it play out around you. And you aren't visible. You can't affect things or talk to anyone. Uh, you know, it's your, it's the memory of whoever the person is, but it's not only the things that are important to them, mm-hmm. you know, it's everything. So you can go in there and you can see details that maybe your conscious brain didn't recognize or, you know, remember exactly what this person said or, you know, see what's lying on the table over there that you didn't really look at, but your brain registered it, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's kind of a cool device for, uh, you know, remembering more deeply, but also kind of sorting through memories. Yeah. Well, this sounds like it's like a magical version of like hard drives and virtual reality <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, a little more personal you mm. know in that it's it's literally your thoughts not just you know something that you've created or a, a video or right um, you know yeah well and i our brains only take in the most vital information consciously exactly so that's interesting it's a way to still see the full details that maybe like you said your subconscious brain 
kind of picked up on, but you didn't actually notice or exactly. pay attention to at the time. Exactly. Cool. And it doesn't have to be your own personal memories that you go into. You know, if you can collect a memory from somebody else, you can go into somebody else's memory and experience it like you were there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which is often how Dumbledore uses it. He does uses it for his own memories, too, to kind of sort through them or remember, you know, because he's, he's 115 or whatever <laughs> when the series starts. So yeah. he's got a lot to, to remember. Yeah. A lot of the, the later books, he's collecting memories relating to... Um, Lord Voldemort trying to piece together his past and and find clues for how he can be defeated. And how so how do you collect someone else's memory? Um, well, you have to get them to give it to you, basically. Mm. And some people would will willingly give your memory or there's one particular um, Professor Slughorn has a memory that he does not want anyone to know about he's so ashamed of it Dumbledore ends up getting it but Slughorn's brain has is so ashamed of it that he's he's kind of blocked parts of it and and it's a like a a very crude edit you know of uh, him Mm. saying something else when clearly that's not what he said Mm. Um, and you can tell but it's you know because the memory records facts but he's his brain has been trying so hard to make this the fact that this no i did not say that i said this Mm. um that it's it's just very crude alteration but it's it's interesting the way that 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 happens and one of harry's tasks from dumbledore is to get the real memory the unaltered memory wow what a cool concept isn't it cool yeah Yeah. so (laughs) so i imagine i mean the the name itself probably has some meaning in language, but Mm -hmm. um, is this a concept that is unique to the Harry Potter universe? That's the only place that I've ever seen it. I'm pretty sure that it's unique to the Harry Potter universe. Cool. Way to go, Rowling. Right? It's such a cool, a cool thing. Um, And the way that she uses it is pretty cool too. It's, it's kind of a, a device, a way to have flashbacks, but have other people experience them more than being told about them, you know? Mm hmm. So the word pensive, um, I always say it pensive just to um, separate it from pensive, the word pensive, but um, it probably could also be pronounced pensive, but it's spelled P-E-N-S-I-E-V-E. So I like to say pensive, but it does come from a combination of two words, pensive, P-E-N-S-I-V-E, and sieve or sieve, S-I-E-V-E. So pensive, the English word, comes from the Latin pensare, um, which means to ponder or deeply thoughtful and reflective. So it makes sense for a vessel that literally helps you to reflect on your thoughts, right? Yes, especially uh, (laughs) metaphorically as well, or figurative, like it's a reflecting pool of water in in this bowl. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's... Right? um, It's described as kind of a... Uh, a silvery, cloudy liquid or gas. Um, oh, I think, okay. what is, I have a little quote here. Um, Harry's thought the stuff in the basin looked like light made liquid or like wind made solid. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Kind of cool description. Yeah. That's a tough one to visualize in the movies. Right. Which is why I think in the movies, they kind of made it like a silvery liquidy kind of like a Terminator melting. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My memory will be back. Right. <laughs> Nice. Oh, boy. Um, So the second part, um, sieve or sieve, S-I-E-V-E, 
Do you know what that is? Uh, well, a sieve helps you kind of filter things. Exactly. It's an object to sort or filter or drain things. You know, it can be like a colander to drain pasta. Uh, you know, literally separating or sorting the pasta from the water. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like a gold prospector sieve where you kind of shake it around and you filter out the, the smaller chunks from the larger chunks. So, you know, literally the pensive kind of sorts and separates your thoughts, helps you organize them for you to review. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Exactly. (laughs) Very appropriate terms for this object. Yeah. Now, are there, I mean, there aren't any special names for the silvery kind of hair-looking <laughs> things that Dumbledore is pulling out of his temple or anything like that? Uh, no, those are just, I think, just memories. Yeah, yeah. thoughts okay. um, that are often kind of contained in a in a glass jar or something like that um, when they're not in the pensive. Actually, these, these objects, um, pensives and the memories themselves, if there are any left outside the person's body, when they pass away, when somebody passes away, the pensive and the, any memories, leftover memories, are often buried with their owners um, because it's thought to be so personal that this should go with them and not be available to other people. Although sometimes people do pass it on to, you know, a family member or, or a special friend or somebody that they want to have it. But quite often it's buried with the owner. So which makes these kind of a rare mm-hmm. commodity. So is this a, even though, it, you know, it didn't really come up into the books until maybe the second half of the series. Mm-hmm. Do you get the impression or do you know if this is something that pretty much all witches and wizards can can do and utilize? Mm. Um, I don't. I I get the impression that it's it's more of a rare thing. And the ability, the spell or the ability to remove a memory is not uh, something that's typically taught, mm. you know, at Hogwarts or something. I think that it's maybe something that... Uh, most people could learn, but I don't think it's a common knowledge of how to do it. Mm. But I think it is common to to Hogwarts professors, especially the headmaster, because like Dumbledore's the, the pensive that he uses um, is actually it's not his. Oh. It's it's belongs to the school, it belongs to Hogwarts, and it's passed down from headmaster to headmaster, mm. um, along with you know a cache of of key memories um, that they think will help future headmasters and basically giving them the wisdom of their predecessors. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a cool, uh, yeah. a cool tool f- to pass along wisdom from, especially if headmasters live to be hundreds of years old. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wish that I could make use of a pensive because memories are so, uh, fleeting. And like you had mentioned with that professor, your your brain sometimes changes memories. Yeah. Um, and so to be able to go back and relive, essentially, even be a, be a fly on the wall within a memory. Right, yeah. Is something that I really wish that we could use here. And maybe someday in the future, we'll have something like that. Maybe, yeah. See, I'm of two minds about it because I do think it would be really amazing to be able to go back and live memories, relive memories or to pick up details or, you know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, with someone you trust to be able to go into their memories and, and really, it would be a really good way to get to know someone, you know, so deeply to to Mm -hmm. see their memories, their perspective. But at the same time, I think it's, I would be so scared of 
you know, some of my, you know, not that I have like terrible thoughts and memories, but of, you know, <laughs> personal stuff being available, you know, the possibility of it getting lost or stolen or, or viewed by others. I think it's kind of a, a little bit scary, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Definitely a vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe someday we'll all have brain implants that download our thoughts and and then virtual reality uh, contact lenses and you can. (laughs) You just plug right into somebody else's brain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whoever starts the company, Pensieve in Silicon Valley, Mm. they're going to have to pay rolling some royalties. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They'll change the name slightly. Yeah. They don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, well, very interesting. That's a really cool thing that Rowling um, kind of created mm-hmm. um, specifically for this series that is just fascinating and also a really important plot point as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a really great tool um, for as a writer and as a as a wizard, as a character, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Neat. Well, if you want to hear about more of fascinating magical objects, both uh, created by Rowling and just general mythological magical objects, uh, be sure to subscribe and tune in again to our next episode. You can find us online on Facebook and Twitter at Potternims. And if you found this episode as enlightening as I did, consider checking us out on Patreon, where you'll get some bonus content, blooper reels, maybe a couple things from this episode specifically. Uh, and a lot of other content and some of our other levels on Patreon. We would very much appreciate your support there or just sharing with your friends who you think might enjoy this podcast too. Rate and review us in your podcatcher. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, until next time, I'm Eric. And I'm Al. And this has been Potter Potter Dims. Dims. Woohoo!